today on Italian radio show, a tribute to Italian-American musician Richard Sclafani and update on Basilico Ristorante with Gianpaolo. All of this plus Italian news, food and where is Tony coming right up on West Coast Italian radio. Welcome to all our listeners. Benvenuti, cari ascoltatori. Uh, you're listening to KKNW, 11.50 a.m. Or we're here every Monday, 4 to 5. If in case you miss us, you can listen, listen to us to podcast free anytime at, uh, you can find it to WCIR.bids. So make sure you click on that. You can find all our history. Or you can call. We have Eric, our technician, wonderful guy. He can help you to anything. Call us 425-373-5527. And here's my voice, Marzia. Ciao a tutti. And here we have my new helper, Jeff. You want to say hello? Hello. How's everybody doing? <laughs> so you see, I'm really lucky woman. I have this man that I'm married 25 years. And he helped me with everything. Um, How is your wife doing, Mr. Jeff? She's getting by. We'll see, okay. we'll see how okay. she does. Okay. okay, be nice. Make sure you say something nice. She can hear you. All right, then. I'm glad you're here. I miss you guys. Every Monday we're here. I don't know what happened to Tony. And we're going to keep checking. I have people maybe going to text me. Let me know what happened to him. We're going to find out. And then, you know, maybe the end of the, the radio or maybe next week. I don't know. Let's see. Who see Tony? something else nothing else i good. don't know where he could possibly be I, i heard him and michelle were going on a trip maybe they were oh you never know you never know so what we start to say always like every monday what we do we have the news italian news this strange news that myself or tony we find all the time and we talk about it so i have my helper here today so i'm really glad to use him to do something and you're gonna read the news and we can talk together what we think about it are you ready mr jeff i'm ready All right, go to the first one. So what's really interesting is with a COVID crisis going on in Europe is the virus has revived Italy's age-old shadow safety net, the pawn shop. And this comes to us from the New York Times on 6 June 2020, uh, based out of Rome. The economic repercussions, Italy's lockdown to contain the coronavirus nearly wiped out Anita Paris. Her son, a car mechanic who she depended on for financial support, couldn't work. Her small pension didn't suffice. Uh, the welfare checks she had hoped would pour in from the government didn't materialize. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> and so Ms. Paris, a 75-year-old widow, turned to a shadow safety net the Italians have relied on for centuries, uh, also known as the, the pawn shop. She rummaged, she rummaged through her home and looking for rings, necklaces, bracelets, anything that she could find. And she went to the local uh, uh, pawn shop which has served as an Italian banking system since the, the time of Caesar uh, to get the valuables appraised. Um, it's actually been in a, a effect for more than 400 years. If you've ever been to Fayetteville, North Carolina, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's 17 of them within two feet of Fort Bragg. The economic picture for Italy and for Italians in need of cash does not look good. Banks are laden with debt and very wary of taking on any loans. So Italians really have to think outside the box when it comes to how they're going to bring in money. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in the United States, pawn shops are associated with like bulletproof glass and partitions and everybody's seen the, the, the shows on AMC or the Learning Channel about, uh, you know, pawn shops and how they operate. But in Italy, it's, it's been part of the banking system for centuries and it's actually directly tied uh, to, to banking. Have you ever been inside a pawn shop? No. In Italy? No, no, no really. So you would think that they're probably run by the mafia. They're actually not. They're tied directly to, to uh, the Catholic Church. Um, who established them back in the 15th century and used them to combat uh, uh, poorness by helping ha- having wel- wealthy locals uh, provide support for, for folks that are, are in dire need and uh, giving no interest loans. Um, the, the primary issue with this, and this is where I'm going to bring this back mm-hmm. to because this is something that, that really chaps my hide. Okay, is the fact that um, the, the reason Italy is in this situation is because of the European Union. Um, the European Union promised a bunch of, uh, of money to assist with the COVID crisis, and that money never came down. And we actually lived there when, when right. we transitioned from lira to euro and saw how poorly it affected you know, the Italian economy. And this is just another example of why it's bad to have somebody 
not representing you in your government system because you're not getting the, the, the best of both worlds by having somebody up at the, the, the Euro level. What do you feel about the European Union? Well, what I'm saying, I just heard people talking about it, what's going on, you know, the money, the help for this COVID. Not everyone, everyone got the check, which is true. Some people didn't, some people did. And some people did have it after months. You know how it is. You have pay, payment to do every month. It doesn't matter. And uh, I know friends and nephew, cousin, everything, buddy, they complain about it. They end up to have money on the end. So... Hard time, you know, of course, Italy still got to work a little better with that, the promise to help. And that's all. I don't want to start a, a political politic words or a war because... Um, well, if you're going to do this. that, maybe in the future we tell yeah. everybody to you know, open a bottle of wine because that's kind of the conversation to have over a that's bottle right. of wine. But it's a good conversation worth having. That's right. And it makes you appreciate what we have in this country where we're not obedient to several well, other nations that don't have our best interest in mind. The, des- the next one is over here at home. So it's really interesting. I like it. It's really positive. So please uh, go ahead. So a lot of you may have read about this. I read it initially on Como, but this comes from the Washington Post on 24 June 2020. And uh, it's regarding a woman who was furloughed from her job. So she became the lasagna lady and made, mm-hmm. made over 1,200 pans of free lasagna for those in need. I love it. And that's right, right, right here in the neighborhood. Right. So, after Michelle Brenner was furloughed from her job in Gig Harbor um, because of the novel coronavirus pa- pandemic, she turned to comfort food therapy. Uh, Brenner, who's 45, made herself a huge pan of lasagna using her Italian uh, grandmother's recipe. Then in a moment of pride, she got on her community Facebook page and wrote that frozen store-bought lasagna could not compare to the real Italian homemade deal. Mm-hmm. She followed up with an offer. If any of you want some fresh Southern homemade, no calorie counting lasagna, please let me know and I'll gladly prepare some for you. Um, so soon all the requests started to trickle in and after about three months, she's made over 1200 pans and she's still at it. Boiling noodles, cooking up the ground beef, mixing tomato sauce, laying lasagna, ricotta, Parmesan, about eight hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, she helps to feed people in her community who donate uh, money if they have the availability and pick up a pan. Um, so it's helping out the entire neighborhood. It's exposing people around us to, the benefits of amazing Italian mm-hmm. food, albeit Sicilian. Okay. Um, so for those of you who don't know, lasagna in Sicily and lasagna up north are obviously very different. Uh, both are absolutely delicious. I like mine with uh, eggplant that Marzia makes. Some people put in, you know, different things, but regardless, it's lasagna. So who cares? Still, still you can't good. go wrong. That's right. So it sounds really good. The paycheck, look, they grow up really good. Uh, they have an open uh, found so that too. Yeah, some people have have donated from one dollar to a hundred. Right. Um, she has a fundraiser uh, page on on Facebook, and if you just, I think if you just look up Brenner's name or the Lasagna Lady, right, uh, you could probably find if you'd like to donate. Uh, so so far, people in the Washington area have uh, donated over twenty two thousand dollars, and she plans on making uh, lasagna for months to come. Right. Uh, so I think I think that's phenomenal, and I think we need to go up there and pay for a visit. <laughs> Pay a visit. That is really good news. I love to hear positive news, what people can do, you know, and help each other. Because we look what she said too is she started even for helping single parents, you know, uh, they have no time to cook or something like that. That's wonderful. Exactly what they need, right? So it's really nice. And they have a t-shirt too, by the way. I was reading here. Um, they're making a t-shirt lady, lasagna lady. So I huh. Why not? Let's try that. I don't mind to try something new and see how we go with that. Especially when it's a good, good uh, um, story where the money go for help. Somebody needs to make her a hat that has like lasagna noodles coming down. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, I can see you with that. So <laughs> that's all. That was all the news for today. And until next Monday, we're going to have some more from Italy, from here, whatever we find. It's beautiful to, to use those. And uh, I think we're going to send for a little break and we'll be right back. Go, Eric. Get ready for the break. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my 
my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome, welcome back. You're listening to the West Coast Italian Radio, 11.50 a.m. Make sure you always stay tuned and every Monday. So, And what is next, Mr. Jeff? Come on. Next is our food and beverage segment sponsored by Tito's Vodka, some of the best vodka to bathe in as well as drink. Mm -hmm, That's Um, right. You know. Mm-hmm. It's it's good for cleansing the COVID too. You make your you make your body inhospitable by drinking more vodka. Oh, and yeah. I think Marcy is going to talk about pesto and spinach uh, recipe. And I was trying to convince her to make some tonight because <laughs> uh, we've been growing basil leaves outside, and she made some pesto for the girls while I was at work, and they left me about a forkful. And I came oh. home, and it was amazing. And I want more. Oh, okay. You sound really like you're going to cry for me soon. <laughs> Let me remove the microphone from you. All right. So we all know about spin, uh, the basil pesto, right? It's the basic. What is the first thing that you need? Mm-hmm. Basil. basil. Very good. Well, one thing I remember that my kids, a lot of people are telling me, I have a hard time to give spinach to my kids, you know, because it's, it is hard to eat spinach and it's not too much to do. Um so I come out with this, something completely different. Thinking about it, my girls love pesto. And I say, why don't I try to put spinach inside so I can trick them? You know what I mean? And they have no idea. Fortunately, they don't listen to this show, so you're not, you're not busting anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, and that's what I did. It's really simple. Two cups of fresh basil and two cups of fresh, fresh spinach. Same things of the rest of the ingredients, like you need pine nuts, uh, uh, clove garlic. You need, of course, extra virgin I mean, olive stop oil. Stop a second. Pine nuts can be hard to find some places, but if you go to uh, Trader Joe's or what's the Metropolitan Market? Right. They have them uh, raw where you can just take as much as you want. It's considerably cheaper than just buying them online or something. So that's oh, sorry. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, so that that's really simple. The glowing garlic and extra virgin olive oil, uh, parmesan. That's it. Not that I Salt. think there's anybody sitting oh. there trying to cook, but just so two cups of basil, two cups of spinach, no. two tablespoons of pine nuts, two large cloves of garlic, half a cup of extra but, virgin olive oil. Hold on, and and half a cup of grated parmesan. Because by the time we post this, somebody may get be getting hungry and want to do it. Right away. Right away. Really? Right away. Yeah, uh, well, you're right. I'm not going to argue with you because you're helping me today. So anyway, and then the other thing is how you can serve it. Instead of to cook it uh, on the pasta, put in a pasta, usually what I do with the girls that my daughters, they can have fun, I buy the long toothpick, the really long one. The skewer stick. Right. Yeah. And I, what I do, I let them cut like a little square, little bite square of mozzarella, fresh mozzarella, please. Oh. And some cherry tomato. And we alter the to fill it in the toothpick, right? So what happened, you're gonna make those stick, then then you put it all stand up inside this jar with a cream of pasta inside. Like a whiskey glass. So you yeah. put like pesto in the bottom of a whiskey glass and then you put these skewers, you know, these shish kebabs of mozzarella and tomato in there. Right. And stick it right in and just it's it's like Italian chips and salsa. 
Right, right. So it's really, um, you should try it because like I say, it's really freshing for summertime. It's really good. I think it's something that you will love it too, right, Jeff? You, oh, we did it one time and uh, really simple, can keep in the fridge. Yeah, no problem to do that. And what else? Let's see. I want to put it on the pasta or it's good for appetizer or just for a snack or mm -hmm. just on a hot day when you don't feel like cooking. So for now, so I'll recommend you try that. And uh, our website will put it on for you um, the, recipe. the recipe. So you have it. Oh, so you here. can use the pesto itself to make pasta pesto. Mm -hmm. Or you can do this. The, the pesto is the same whether you're going to add it to pasta or, or uh, you know, use it for a face mask, which could be used for, or eat it with mm -hmm. your mozzarella and tomatoes. So it's, it's just a delicious addition to whatever you're doing. Or use it for dressing a plate. Oh, yeah, you can use it both ways. No problem, but it's really good. I never tried with pasta, but I think uh, you made it with pasta before, didn't you? That with the pasta uh, with the, um, the spinach. No, no I never did that. It's really um, unique and different. Okay, let's move on for the next one. And uh, I was thinking, Eric, if it's possible to put first the song for one minute or two minutes, how long Mr. Tony tell you to do it. And then we can talk about this artist, okay? Because it's really, um, really important to talk about this. It's um, Artist of the Week. And I would like to do you guys listen to Richard Sclafani. The song is Fazola, a Sicilian peasant dance. So, and then after a little bit, I will explain to you about him. Okay? Eric, are you ready? Country dance called a Fazola. Mm. Artist of the Week, it was sponsored by Mickey Salon. Mickey Spa Salon, exactly. And we love her, really, because uh, it made a miracle with uh, the hair of Tony and David, the look younger. So that's really, if you guys can go down to Tacoma, it's take appointment, try. She's great. So changing argument, this is really sad to hear about this. But anyway, Richard Scalfani, Memorial is hard to believe. We have lost yet an, uh, another beloved mainstay, mainstay, sorry, from our local Italian community, uh, Richard Scafani. So Richard passed away last weekend from injury. He suffered in a scooter accident. And I don't know if you guys remember, every uh, Italian festa or any Italian thing celebration, he was there all the time in a tradition, dress up like Sicilian and play his um, harmonic, harmonica. So let me explain where he's coming from. He's Italian-American, originally from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, he started playing guitar, harmonica, and singing at age 10 years old. Um, 
he perform multiple music style from country to rock under the stage name of Richard Young. He eventually fell in love, fall in love with mandolin and over the years made his uh, primary instrument. Um, and then eventually we got lucky, he moved to Seattle right here to us. So, and um, he's been the leader of the popular Italian music duo, the Tarantellas, since 1995, leading a group with a legendary favorite from Italy. A uh, popular artist which year, this is the one, he went every Festa Italiana, like I said before. And uh, Richard will be shortly missed by both his fans and uh, colleagues. Who, thank you, baby. Who remember his smiling face and humble countenance. And whenever he will meet you, he always have a smile. He was always so such a kind person if you meet him. And it was a a guest several times on West Coast Italian Radio, and of course, we will miss him dearly. So I'm so sorry for his family, for his last, and uh, um, we'll, today's show is going to be about him. We're going to put some couple songs about him, things like that. So I just want to um, mention this. It was pretty sad. It's something to... Oh, what a shame. Now, I remember him from uh, Festa Italiana uh, right. over, over the years, and just an amazing musician, and really just a amazing person to talk to very very articulate very interesting and uh, he'll definitely be sorely missed by the italian community and everybody nice. in the music uh, musical community in seattle as well especially like i say he was dressed like um how do they call it when the the folks the original um the sicilian folk singer right you know, the old folk dress right? right it was beautiful to go to the italian festival that of course this year we're not gonna have it uh pretty sad about that but to see him there dress up exactly to respect the old time and how he played was it was um, real tarantella was really fun to hear it. Well, and the mandolin is that folk tradition, and right. to keep that tradition alive is to keep, you know, alive the the history of Italy and where everything that we love now came from. So, mm-hmm. you know, to what was it the Roman orator Cicero said, "Not to know what happened before you were born is to forever remain a child," and uh, you know, folks like. Uh, like Richard, bringing back those traditions and maintaining those traditions is is uh, essential to understanding the culture. Well, it's so nice to have you. No, oh, thanks. You know, it's really, I can't believe it. It's really different and uh, um, I miss Tony, do. But I think about it, it'd be nice to have you too, like a David in a nice way. <laughs> That loud. <laughs> if you miss Tony, I could slide back into my Jersey accent just to make you feel a little bit more comfortable. That'd be fun. This is for Tony. Say hello to Tony in the accent. Hey, Tony, how you doing? We, we're missing you here. So <laughs> when you get a chance to come back from wherever you is, just uh, let us know. Oh, boy, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> all right, all right. You're taking too much advantage of this. Okay, so we have the song that we heard before. It was Fazula, a Sicilian Peasant dance, it's really famous dancing to um, song. And uh, I think um, later, close to the end of the show, we're going to have a second song about him. And it's really nice to, uh, Azzurro, that's oh, the other one. Gonna, yeah, yeah. But it's a little bit different. It's a, don't think Azzurro, no, no, we have to hear. No, it. he played it at Festa Italiana. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. So you remember. All right. And well, guys, commercial break with Mickey Salon, the great Mickey Spa Salon, and we'll be right back. Go, Eric. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. 
Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, She's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to WCIR, the call it West Coast Italian radio show. You see, you like that way? Abbreviation, yeah? Oh, I like that too. So you're listening to us. And again, you can call anytime to complain about Jeff uh, or Tony. What is Tony? We don't know yet. No people texting yet. Let me know what it is. I'm curious to see what happened to him. Um, anyway, we have a fantastic guest today um right here so it's john paolo from uh, basilico restaurant downtown olympia and so welcoming john paolo ciao oh ciao cara good evening <laughs> actually good afternoon something like that come state how are you doing bene bene tutto bene tu not too male not too bad actually we are just uh, in the Near Squim, we went to the beach, it's fun, uh-huh. we're taking a day off. Yeah, it's cool, it's kind of warm. Really warm? warm. Good. Oh, it's nice and warm, yes, it's a beautiful day. You look yeah. like you already got tan in your face, look at you. Yeah, I just another day on the deck. No, I'm joking. It was, it was actually cloudy. <laughs> yeah, no, it was actually cool, yes. Working on the deck in Tacoma, yes. Good, good. Some break before to start all over the week, huh? Haha, <laughs> yes, most needed. We never took actually a break so far. No, maybe a couple of days. Yeah, it was cool. So tell me, how did you survive with the COVID shutdown, the two restaurant? What happened? Let me know. What's going on? Did you do What's something? Going on? It's kind of, it's actually doing uh, pretty okay. Uh, I think. Uh, Person, I think uh, we did pretty well so far. Uh, Olympia actually has been really supportive. The business has been, Basilica has been uh, live for about 15 years now. Therefore, we have uh, quite a bit of customers. They're actually, they're still pretty loyal to us. At the same time, uh, uh, we never close, actually. We, we maybe close one day, but then we restarted right away with uh, takeout, and uh, the support has been strong. Um, now uh, it's been uh, actually the, it's a kind of normal uh, transition because, for example, downtown Olympia gets a little bit slower during summertime. Therefore, we still uh, uh, we actually reopened about three or four weeks ago because uh, Thurston County actually uh, went to phase two. Actually, already in phase three. Uh, what is the rules? What are the rules? Right. Now they open, we can come in, anything. No, yeah. we did a phase two was the rule, the 50% opening. Okay. The no bar service. Uh, phase three actually just uh, started two weeks ago. And uh, we added actually a 25% of sitting at the bar. That means two people oh. were in the bar. And actually, uh, City Olympia were, was really cooperative because, and also the liquor control board. Uh, even though we don't have a lot of space in front of us, we had the chance to add... Uh, a couple of tables just outside 
and the CD in collaboration with uh, the liquid control board install actually some markers to have actually a couple of tables where you can have drinks outside looking at the cars. It's very European. So I don't see that many people being used in it because it's kind of different. Uh, but I think it's going to be cool, especially when the uh, weather is going to get slightly hotter. You can actually just sit outside, look at people they walk around, look at the street and uh, have a couple of drinks, stuff like that. Well, in general, it's been okay. Um, I think it's been really challenging. Why? At the Honestly, we've been... Uh, uh, from the start, uh, we've been actually uh, following the Thurston County rules. So actually, for example, masks, stuff like that, uh, we actually require from the very beginning. Also because I think uh, working on working was a kind of a reminder of safety, uh, warning for everybody that it's still a kind of weird period. So everybody needs to be more cautious. And right. it's okay. Uh, we've been having some good, uh, very very long-term customer that they got a little on the fence on it. But uh, honestly, I think for us it's actually becoming normal. I mean, when I, we worked out all my stuff, actually, also the rules we implemented right away when we reopened, we implemented a temperature check for the staff, the mask all time. Actually, masks were implemented I think uh, just after three days, maybe that we open, it was kind of interesting because I had to be honest with you, we were studying that, but at the same time, I started having customers calling you, calling us and asking us, asking me, what are you doing now? Uh, what are you doing to protect? And um, besides using a ton of gloves now, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we decided right away to have actually masks because uh, as you know, I studied Japanese, also I was in Japan, and I watched a lot of movies about actually Asians that have been using, when they get sick, and they were maybe like sick, also allergies, and they use right away masks to work in the environment to protect and spread the less as possible. So actually it was a kind of a normal thing to ask also my kitchen right away, let's just use more often gloves, more often the, the mask all time, so actually we have... Uh, a little bit of, uh, of protection, I want to say. At the same time, uh, was kind of interesting because uh, just uh, last week, for example, we had the moment of uh, uh, weird. It was a weird moment because uh, a, one of my kitchen worker friends works for another place where they heard somebody got in touch with somebody that had COVID and so. Well, it was a couple of days that I needed to leave uh, half of my kitchen home because yeah. we need to find out what was going on. And he saw himself in nothing because was uh, somebody misunderstood uh, and actually somebody took a text and that came out negative. Also, the other person took a next text and it came out negative. But um, security, I got it. Yeah. Security, we actually, we were waiting for that. The thing that actually... Um, got me a little bit worried is actually they ask a couple of staff a member they actually were in contact with these people in third line i mean it wasn't the director but it's a third line of contact to get tests it was so hard for them it did it was so hard to get tests still really yeah, before we get too far away from what you were saying about the japanese wearing masks i just like to point out that the venetians have been wearing masks since the 1500s and doing it a lot better <laughs> but that was for the uh, for the pair, yeah, for the plague actually for this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got one at home. I was thinking to use one of those. Oh. We have the long nose. Long nose. Yeah, we can stuff with spices like lavender. Yeah. The dog You can cook with them. It's kind of cool. Great. Uh, you can get a lot of people. Nice. It's been okay. Now summer we'll see because the sun's coming out. Then, mm. was tell me about the new, the new one that you opened. It just opened not too long ago. Hello, the new one actually has been another story. Since we opened, uh, we've been open about three months. Was really right. good, and then now uh, was a uh, all of a sudden shut down. Mm -hmm. Honestly. So there we kept open. All right. And, 
and it's been much much uh, slower i mean uh luckily we got uh, for both restaurants the so-called ppp Ooh. at the same time our luck was kind of a lot we've been really proactive we got our ppp probably we were one of the first uh already 10th of april we had the ppp on Ooh. but for some point of view actually it's been a little bit of an interesting thing because uh uh we didn't know they were gonna stretch to 24 weeks so actually we, we uh did with the ppp what was requested from us they actually meant uh, uh try to keep our employees employed without having them to ask for unemployment right and, uh, now it's gonna be interesting because we we consume most of it, actually almost everything. So actually we have other sources that probably we're gonna use, but it's gonna be okay. And the new restaurant has been slower, but uh, it's interesting because I think uh, it's starting picking, picking, picking it up because we have a uh, 20 city on the deck. Mm-hmm. With, uh, actually it's very recognizable in the center of Proctor. Um, we have a 20, uh, we have an umbrella there actually, we choose a very tangent, uh, Tuscan orange, yeah. and we can sit actually about 20 people plus another 20 people inside. And uh, it's kind of fun also inside because actually we have a lot of windows because it's a house, right. so we can have a lot of our circulation, it's a little bit more tranquil. It does look like a Victorian house, I love yeah, it. The style, that. yes, it's probably beginning of the 19th. Uh, 20th century house, 1920, 1915. It's a very nice interesting. And actually, we start in a, it's kind of, we start in the summer good. We're doing special with oysters. Yeah. A lot of people is mm-hmm. coming out between five and six. We do a uh, dozen oysters for $24. So it's good, yeah. We're we coming over. Uh, we've been smoking. Also, a lot of people ask me, that is Italian, yes. While Basilico is more hardcore Italian, Right. First, because we do, we try to avoid a lot of cross-contamination with uh, not, not bad, but with uh, other kind of cuisine. Therefore, recipes, made it may, way to make things are very Italian. In this new, actually, we try to do a little bit more local ingredients. Uh, we have our own smoker. Actually, tomorrow, <laughs> Wednesday, I need to smoke about 25 pounds of king salmon. Oh, okay. Yeah, and help. We can we can be over there to catch the drippings. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can have actually the real one. I mean, uh, uh, no, we have actually because we I bought uh, salmon season. Therefore, I bought almost one hundred pounds of king salmon, so we can do a, a lot of different jobs. So that's have- different. From Basilico, it's like more a homemade cook meal. Umbria. And Umbria. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah. More, yes. But more when, uh, Italian, the yeah. Crudo is more like fish. But there is a little bit of fish in both of them. Alors, crudo okay. is more fish, but this, the, theme, the theme was more like uh, uh, a fun inclusion of different things, especially people is asking me, and it, this is interesting because, for example, we make different work with, uh, we have a, uh, all Italian, some a lot of things are Italian still. For example, swordfish, we do a smoked swordfish, and it's actually very uh, classic Sicilian preparation. Oh. Uh, at the same time, there are things that are actually, they're more almost, I want to say, North European, like, uh, as I was saying, the Gravelox, Novelox. Actually, even though you eat every day, sometimes people don't know these terms. And uh, we've been doing with a lot of different local fish. Therefore, yeah, crudo is a little bit more fish, but it's still, at the same time, we have actually a lot of different things. Oh, now, I think uh, one thing that I love, uh, actually, we have now on the menu is uh, quails. <gasps> we have, uh, the quails actually uh, wrapped in a uh, home, actually. For example, we do quails in, in Olympia, and we do uh, pancetta. Oh. We do in uh, Tacoma, we do uh, home smoked bacon. Mm. So actually, a little different fare between the two. And oh, actually, give an idea. Con la polenta, uccello polenta, usé polenta. polenta. Si, anche quello. No, allora, si, in Olympia we can do we have polenta. Also here, but actually it's different. Now, what are we doing? We are more lazy. We do potato, I guess. Erlon potatoes. Uh, it's... Uh, 
kind of fun. We also have a few different ingredients that are fun to use now. Uh, but I'm, I'm having a lot of fun actually studying a little bit the Northern European and also the Italian way out to smoke things because actually they are more legal. We wanted to do also some dry cure, but dry cure is a little bit more um, challenging. So we don't have too much time anymore. We have one minute, not less than that. But let's give information to people where on uh, Basilica we can find and Crude Cotto. Allora, the address is very quick. It's actually Basilico is a 507 Capital Way South. Therefore, from the Capitol building, you go Capitol Way down the uh, toward the waterfront of Olympia, and you find it after Legion Way on the left side. There is actually okay. very wide parking on the back. The after 5 p.m. is free. And it's actually downtown Olympia, basically, really okay. uh, very close to the Capitol building. Tacoma Crude and Cotto instead is a very little uh, and nice uh, yellow house, two floor, uh -huh. and it's in Proctor District. Basically, uh, Proctor is uh, the area up from the waterfront of Tacoma that um, a lot of people know the area for a uh, pretty uh, gourmand shop that's called Metropolitan Market. Therefore, we have a couple of blocks down from the Metropolitan in front of this new apartment called Proctor Station. It's actually 27th and Proctor. And oh, you're yeah. not from the signboard, but from the umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone can call, make a reservation. Or just walk in. Or walk in. Or actually they can go to host me. Uh-huh. And it's actually like a... Um, it's an online reservation. They can actually request for reservation. We can confirm there. But anyhow, yeah. Sorry, I took too long, maybe. Do you have any precise question that should you want me well, to ask? Yeah, I don't have too much time because I have to go with commercial. But let's do this. Let me know about the agriturism in Italy, La Casella. How they go there. Briefly. Uh, yes. They've been in lockdown for a long time. Uh, my brother actually told me, eh, I started growing uh, an acre of uh, vegetable garden, so at least we have food. Um, and now they reopened about a month ago, no, uh -huh. maybe three weeks ago. And they started re having a few uh, guests in the last uh, week or two. Therefore, actually, there in Umbria has been uh, probably one of the easiest regions. They have a very, nowadays, they have maybe 30 to 40 cases all over. And uh, they have uh, none in uh, uh, recovering the hospital for COVID. Okay, Therefore, that's good news. The, uh, very beautiful situation for them, actually. My sister uh, is, uh, lives in, in the city, actually, she told me, you know, we're almost getting back to normality. It looks almost normal. They are following a lot of rules as well. Mm -hmm. Probably the 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 experience of the lockdown was much different between us and them because for them it was a super tight lockdown. I remember we talked about on the radio about this, yes. They couldn't move, uh, I think at the beginning they couldn't walk more than 600 foot outside of their residence. Right. Uh, yeah. It was something interesting. And actually, we, won't, we will never be, would be able to do that, honestly. But I think we're doing great here in Washington. Therefore, we should be okay. That's right. <laughs> oh, hey, you were wonderful to hear you. It was nice to see you. Uh, no, we seem, I think we're going to do great. And uh, thank you very much now. And uh, a greeting for, to everybody. And uh, oh. we're going to together. And, thank uh, you. If you there is a safe place where to enjoy on the deck or Italian, please go to the we the, will to the sea, okay. You know okay. what I think about your food. I love your food. It's make so sure everybody goes to the website, and we'll have links on there for both of these amazing Please. Italian restaurants that you have to try, otherwise you haven't lived. And La Casella and its reopening plan. Okay. I think that I need to give you a ransom because I need to have some stuff in return from you. So I almost <laughs> bring me back my stuff. Okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> set it up. Thank okay. you. Ciao Gianpaolo, ciao, thank you. Grazie, grazie. Ciao, ciao. ciao. And we're going commercial break. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150KKNW. This is a little song from Sicily called Azzurro. Richard Scrafani play Azzurro. So again, you know, we will send a prayer for him and uh, sorry for his loss for the family. And we will be missed. We'll be missing him. I'm not kidding for any festa italiana we will have in the future. So now we are ready for the Italian phrases. So what and I did. Before you do that, let's remember that when we finally locate Tony, that we set up uh some time that we can take Tony and Michelle to both of the restaurants, Basilico down on Olympia and, and Crudicotto in, uh, on Proctor. Because Oh, I want, yes. I want to share that. Real Italian. It gets too busy there. Yes, of course. I never say any excuse. You need to go there for a bathroom break. Anything, yeah. I will go there just to have a, something to eat. Anyway, the um, Italian phrases, I choose sciogli lingue. Tongue twisters. Say again. Tongue twisters. Okay, show you lingue. So I'm going to say the first one. I had better with me because honestly, if you study Italian, the best way to help the language, it is to use show you lingue, tongue twister. Do that. It's first time it's hard, but more you do it, more help you with the words Italian a lot. Or you may just randomly pass out. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, the first one is this one. I guess in Italian. And then maybe I'm going to let you try one, okay? I'll be a little bit mean with you. All right. 33 Trentini entrarono a Trento. Tutti e 33 trotellando. Come uh, si again? We got it. 33 Trentini entrato a Trento. Trento Totaluga. I'm going to say you did wonderful because you're next to me, all right? You want to say in English what it means? 33 people from Trentino came to Trento. Okay, that's is easy in English, but when you say in Italian, we are trying to try the number is near the name of the people Trentini for Trento. So that's the trick. Mm -hmm. So Trento, Trentini, Trento, Trento. So it's a little bit tricky with that. Translate very well. No, the meat is different, but it's, it's just. Uh, I can do this one. Okay, tre, 
tigri contro tre tigri. I have a hard time to do that. Tre tigri contro tre tigri. <gasps> wow, you're good. What does it mean? means three tigers against three tigers. Okay. It's nothing. It's just so lingua. They're just tongue twister. It's uh, the tre, the number tre, tigri, that same kind of words. So if you're looking for a great Italian tattoo, don't use that because it means nothing. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. No, don't do that. The next one is, uh, let's see, we can do one more. Oh, yes. Sul tagliare l'aglio taglia. Non tagliare la tovaglia. La tovaglia non è aglio. Se la tagli fai uno sbaglio. Cut the garlic on the cutting board. Don't cut the tablecloth. The tablecloth isn't garlic. If you cut it, you've made a mistake. So, translate doesn't make anything. But again, the words is a shoyilingue, it's a tongue twister, it's a tagliare, taglia, that same words, uh, change a verb. And then they talk about tovaglia, tablecloth, that is near to the words tagliare. So it's hard when you put them all together. So tagliare, taglia, taglia. I'll try an English one. Okay, go. Peter picked a pack of pickled peppers. How many pickled peppers did Peter Pepper pick? Plenty. Okay, Peter Peckers. Okay, let's go to move on to number four. <laughs> <laughs> I think we still have a couple minutes, all right? Let's do this. All right. So, um, Guglielmo coglie ghiaia dagli scogli scogliandola oltre i scogli tra mille orgogli. Oh, I have a hard time to say that. Guglielmo? Guglielmo. Guglielmo, which is William in English, collects gravel from the rocks, throwing it over the rocks in a thousand gurgles. It makes no sense. No, make no sense. Why even translate it? But no, it's a translation of what the word's saying, but it just in Italian makes sense to us, all right? That's how it is. Oh, this is the famous one. We did one time with David. Um, this is easy. Sopra la panca la capra campa. Sotto la panca la capra crepa. What was it? <laughs> Can you read it? Uh, sotto la panca la capra campa, sotto la panca la capra crepa. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. And I would translate it, but it means nothing. Nothing. So. <laughs> oh, boy. But no. Okay. So that's it for today. We got to stop because you're only less than one minute. And uh, probably we're going to do the tongue twister next week with Tony if you come back. So we didn't receive anything for. Uh, Tony, like where it is, where it go, where what happened to him? Nobody saw him. But you know what? If you listen to us next Monday, we can find out what happened to Tony. If you see Tony, if there's any Tony Tony sightings, please, you know, either call in or put it on the, the Facebook page so we can try and vet the report. <laughs> you such a really. If you can hear you, you'll be in trouble. Oh come on, it's like come on. Sightings. Oh well, that's the thing. So anyway, it was nice. How long we have, Mr. Eric? 10 seconds, you say? Oh, 90 seconds. 90, I told you we have more time, Mr. Jeff. So we can do one more. Come on, come on. Let me do one more, please. All right, one more uh, tongue twister, okay? This one. A pelle, figlio di Apollo, fece una palla di pelle di pollo e tutti i pesci vennero a galla per vedere la palla di pelle di pollo. Fatta da pelle, figlio di Apollo. A pelle, figlio di Apollo, fece una palla di pelle di pollo e tutti i pesci vennero a galla per vendere no, la no. palla di pelle di pollo fatta e pelle di figo di figlio <laughs> let's correct you the words right. pelle son of apollo made a ball of chicken skin and all the fish rose to the surface to see the ball of chicken skin made by pelle son of apollo yes yeah, okay hey we got the last one look at that we did it all andiamo a navigare con nove navi nuove ma una delle nove nuove nove nuove navi non vuole navigare oh. <laughs> You translated that? Why? We go sailing with nine new ships, but one of the nine new ships doesn't want to sail. <laughs> I know. But that, like I say, again, tongue twister, just words close together to make you confuse how to say it. And no, like I say, if you want to learn Italian, Jeff, you should start to do this every day, my 15 tongue, minutes a day. My tongue hurts. I'm kind of hoping that it's hurt. Thank you, Okay, until next time, next Monday, same time, same place. Remember to listen to West Coast Italian Radio Show. And uh, ci vediamo presto. Ciao. Ciao a tutti.